I am consistently surprised by how many clients come to me with sales pages for a product or a service they really believe in, but they're finding their sales pages just aren't creating sales and clients like they had dreamed. And that is a problem because behind so many of these poorly performing sales pages are actually really great offers that should be selling like hotcakes. But because the sales page is literally selling them short and not doing its very important job, these offers are sitting there stagnant and they're not seeing the results that they want. So what can we do to improve our sales pages and get your awesome offer in the hands of all those lucky buyers? If getting your sales pages to convert is something you need, then join me for this episode where I'll help you examine your very own sales pages and look at them with the eyes of an experienced marketer who sees where the improvements and tweaks can be made to help shift your potential clients from passive readers to excited buyers. Well, hello there, fellow entrepreneur. I am Dorothy, a 22-year sales veteran and corporate SKP turned into a sales confidence coach for online women entrepreneurs who want to be wildly confident in their sales and business so that they attract dream clients to their four-figure offers. On this podcast, you can expect an honest exploration of how to make better sales as a coach, course creator, or service provider. I'll help you create ideal clients and make irresistible offers you love to sell. Making sales in your business should feel great, not scary. And as a woman, you have the power of the feminine sales advantage to create ideal clients with ease. I swear sales isn't a dirty word and I'll help you fall in love with it. Are you ready to transform your business and your life? Then let's begin. First off, I want to cover a crucial foundation, which I think a lot of online business owners miss, and that is not actually knowing or understanding your numbers well enough to understand whether or not your sales page is actually broken, not performing as well as you like, or if perhaps it just hasn't seen enough eyeballs to make it sell. So I believe there are three things that you must have in order to create sales. And a lot of people get hung up on having all the right things in place for their business, but then they forget the very real things they need to make sales in that business. And since sales are the oxygen that feed the rest of your business, you can be certain that without them, you don't actually have a business. So I refer to this as my DAO of sales. Now, if you're not familiar with the term DAO, I'm borrowing an acronym from the belief system of Taoism. So I'm using T-A-O as my acronym, and Taoism is a philosophy that can be somewhat summarized, this is a terrible summary of it, but somewhat summarized and explained as the way of the universe. So in my version of the Tao of sales, I believe that the way of creating sales from your offers means you must have three things in place, and that's traffic, the T, an audience, A, and offer, O, in order to make sales. So you need to have those three things in place, that triangle of awesomeness in order to actually make sales. And I'll explain it further so you understand where I'm coming from with this. Without these three foundational pillars, you're going to struggle to make quality, consistent sales. There are, of course, 
tons of other parts to this whole process of running an online business. But these three things are the foundational pieces that I look at when I'm first approaching a business. So when it comes to sales pages, if you don't have a solid offer, then people will not be interested in reading your sales page. And if you are actually missing the traffic piece of that DAO, you won't have new people coming to see your sales page in order to buy you at a volume that's high enough to create some data so we can figure out what's going on. And lastly, without the A, audience, you won't have a sounding board from whom to test your offer ideas, position it in front of them, and to find out if it'll actually sell. So that validation piece is really important and you use your audience to help you with that. So you need traffic, you need an audience, and you need an offer. Now you can see why we need to know our traffic numbers, which is how many fresh eyeballs are seeing our offer when we are selling it. Next, we need to know from our audience if the offer is indeed something that they would be interested in buying. And if we're getting responses and likes and questions and comments, then we can understand whether or not the offer we have solves their problems that they feel are urgent enough to invest in. And we can directly ask them and that helps us validate an offer. And lastly, we need to position and explain our offer in a way that helps them realize, oh my gosh, this solves my problems and that they are actual urgent problems that they have, but also that it fulfills their desire for a different way and a better life or a better experience of the life they're living. So once we have those three things plugged in and in place and we are looking to sell our offer, when we use our sales pages to do it, they are doing what I call the last part of the heavy lifting in our sales process. Because a lot of our sales and marketing in the front end is working to get people to that destination spot where they can consume our sales page. So if we're running ads, we need the sales page to appear in our funnel and be the exciting invitation to work with us or buy our course, our service, our program, whatever it is you're selling. But if we're doing fully organic marketing, things like our posts, our blogs, our YouTube videos, our Pinterest, etc., all of those things are going to lead them to click on our sales page and help them make the right decision. Obviously, you're doing a little bit more work with the organic marketing than maybe you are with the paid marketing because the paid marketing is going to put it in front of people. And you need those things to have good copy on them, good imagery, and entice people to interact and engage with you. And all that messaging is really important too. So the sales page, once people drop into our sales page, we need a couple things there. And that's the three parts that we're going to talk about today. Now that we understand the foundation, now that we understand the front end marketing of things, the next thing we need to understand is we've got to be confident enough that people are heading to our sales page. We've got a validated audience that we know has what we're selling as a problem and they want a solution to it and we can provide that for them. You know, is this something that we validated that they actually want to buy? And are you excited about your offer? Once you have all those things nailed, you're going to need to make sure that the actual sales page is an enjoyable experience for your readers. And sometimes I feel like people miss this key part. Like a book doesn't become a bestseller if it's a bad read and your sales page is the same thing. So one of the first things I do when I work with my clients is I just consume their sales pages as written and I don't like to ask them any questions about the offer or the details because I want to assess if my interest is piqued by the images, the videos, the words that I'm reading, if I, if I naturally get led to the next step. I want to see if my brain is excited enough to be stimulated and keep reading. 
And I want to know what kinds of questions that I'm going to immediately come up with. And if they're answered inside their sales page content, either in the regular copy or if they're handled in a frequently asked questions section down you know, near the bottom of the sales page. But more importantly, I want to determine if I actually very clearly understand what is being offered. And a lot of times I will go back to my clients and say, okay, I read this sales page and this is what I think is happening. And they'll look at me astonished and be like, oh my gosh, that's not my offer. And that means we have a lot of work to do on the sales page in order to tweak it and perfect it and make it understandable for the common person who's reading it, who isn't inside your head. You know all about your offer, but your buyer has plenty of misconceptions, misunderstandings. They have objections to what they think your offer is. And you need to make sure that none of those things are coming up inside of the conversation that they're having inside their head without you being there. Because the job of a great sales page is to carefully and clearly tackle all of those things to help your buyers know you have the best possible solution to their problem. And they will not read all about it or even keep their eyes and ears on your sales page if it's not well-written or designed in a way that doesn't keep them interested and motivated. If they're looking at your sales page and bored out of their mind or if the sentence ahead of the sentence you want them to read doesn't lead them to the next sentence then that sales page is not going to convert because they're never going to get to the point where they decide to buy. So my rule of thumb for sales pages is that each line of copy needs to be interesting enough that it keeps the reader reading because that's what we need them to do. We need them to click on the video if you have video. We need them to keep reading the sentences. We need them to understand the value and we need to take them on an emotional journey just like we do when we're storytelling or anything else. So we do put a lot of emphasis on getting just the right hook and the headline. And that's, you know, an old school David Ogilvie quote that people say, he's like, if you have $2, like spend $1.80 on that hook and headline. And that is really important because if you can't get that initial reader to start holding their attention and reading that first sentence, that first headline, that first hook, if they can't self-identify in those first five seconds, they're not going to read your sales page. And once you do that, you lose any opportunity for a sale. But all the other content that needs to follow that also needs to be incredibly powerful, intriguing, and inspiring and interesting in order to keep them going. No one reads boring sales pages. And if they don't read the page, the odds of them buying drop to below zero. And nobody who's marketing an online offer wants that. So I'm wondering, Do you have a sales page that is always available? Is it just sitting there living on your website or linked out of your link in bio and people can just join or buy anytime? I wonder how that's working for you if that's you. So if it's you, then listen extra carefully to this section of this episode. When you have a potential client that comes to your sales page, they're going to fit into one of a few categories. They definitely have the problem you help solve and you've done a great job marketing to them. So they're ready to invest without reading much more. That's like category one. These are the people who are really warm clients. They're in your inner circle. They're on your email list. They follow you on social media and they know you and your offer as well. So they have a deep understanding of everything that you do and you put out and they they love you. They think you're great. They find your offers irresistible because they've had great results with the work that you've done before. And to them, your copy might not be as crucial. It might not matter as much. You can have lots of fun with them. You can play with the words that you use. These people are basically your willful buyers. They're going to quickly scroll through your sales page, see the key areas, and they're going to find a buy button and they're going to click it and they're going to get started. 
So wouldn't it be great if everyone was like that? (laughs) That would be fun, right? But the remaining three types of buyers won't be as easy to sell to. And that's where you're going to find that critical motivator of authentic urgency can seriously help up-level your sales page and it'll help your perfect clients take the leap and join your program or invest in your service. Many of my clients aren't sure how to use authentic urgency in their sales pages. And I get a lot of feedback from people saying like, I'm not doing this, or I'm not doing that, or should I just fake that there's only so many spots available? And I don't want you doing that because that doesn't feel an integrity to you. And I don't know what's going on with the world, but I can smell inauthentic lack of integrity from a mile away. And your people can too. It's just this energetic connection they have, whether you believe in it or not. It's why people say yes to you and why people say no to you. So if you have an offer that's consistently, always, constantly for sale, I want you to start looking for exciting ways to entice people to join. So when people come to me and they ask me about, say, like a membership, perhaps you can offer some bonuses or speak to them about this month's special guest or a featured training, right? You can always add things. You can add different enticing features to a membership such that they're motivated to join to get in on that particular thing, bonuses, et cetera. If you've got a course or just a one-to-one service or a one-to-many service, you can look at offering, again, those special bonuses throughout the year. You know, if you join in January this year, March, we're doing this live event, you know, June, we're doing this live event, da-da-da-da-da. You could say quarterly live events, that sort of thing. But if they miss it, then they're not getting those live events. You can also consider opening and closing the doors on certain dates. And that I think is really great. Um, That is one of the things that I think makes things more in demand and it's authentic and it allows you to really deep dive into supporting and assisting the people who are your buyers in order to help move them through the program, right? So you can have these cohorts that come in and they all go through the work together. And just on the sheer nature of the power of community, that's a really helpful thing to do. And although I'm not a huge fan of discounting, and if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've heard some of my opinions about discounts, um, because those that when you discount, the buyers typically wait until the time of year when you discount in order to buy. They see patterns, they know it comes up on sale. I've seen this conversation in Facebook forums all the time, like in communities and groups where people are like, oh, don't buy it now because like in three months, she usually puts it on sale. So you're not gonna see the sales on a consistent basis unless you discount it. And that can be a bit of a kick in the pants if you don't like doing that sort of thing. So I personally much prefer adding bonuses or extra VIP services, like a one-on-one review, Um, or maybe an additional bonus course that they wouldn't normally receive. You can get really creative with these sorts of things and you can brainstorm them and you can take a consistently offered offer that's always out there and then you can polish it up and position it such that there's additional value added on and not lower your price. So you are the expert on what your clients need from your offer and what they'll need once they've completed their work with you or what they might need in advance of your program starting. That's always a great one that some people don't think of. When you're offering a course or a program or whatever, think about what they need before and think about what they'll need once they achieve success. And then those can be your bonuses. So when you hear me say all of this, I want to ask you, what could you offer that is limited in nature to increase the urgency of the perfect client reading your sales page and making the purchase today? Because 
they get why they got to get off their butt, go over and grab their wallet and put in their <laughs> information to pay for your course, right? Or your service. One of the easiest ways to do this is to set a date and time when your prices will also be increasing. So say you've been running this program for a couple of years, you have some great testimonials and hey, it's time. It's time to increase the prices. It's time to showcase that the value is definitely there. So once you are thinking of doing that, it's always a great idea to give your loyal fans and your audience an opportunity to get in on your offer and know that it's not going to stay at that price for much longer. So you just need to make sure for this one (laughs) that you do in fact increase your price so that your integrity remains intact and that you are sticking to authentic scarcity. So at this point, you might be asking yourself, well, how do I make sure my buyer wants to keep reading my sales page? So we discussed some of the copywriting things from above, but what really keeps a reader reading? And those are some great questions because it is really important that you nail the ability to help your reader on your sales page move through the psychological flow of your sales page. And while I cannot make you a great copywriter in just one podcast, you can use one of the simple tricks that copywriters use on a regular basis to help improve your copy. And that trick is to use the language of your preferred clients in your sales pages. Now, you will know absolutely that you have done this if you start hearing phrases like, how did you know I was thinking that? Or how did you get inside my head? Because the purpose of your copy on your sales page is to help your perfect clients see themselves in not only the problems that they're having, we call those pain points or struggles or whatever you want to call them. You want them to be able to self-identify and be saying, yep, yep, I have that problem. I see myself in this rut. I know that I'm not getting the results I want and I've been trying hard, but then you also want them to be able to picture themselves in the future with the solution in hand that you're offering and feeling great about their investment. You see, every client has an aspirational self and you can help them envision themselves as the person who accomplishes their goals by achieving success with your offers. And we can do this in a couple of ways. One of them is to do really great market research and to have a very specific offer that speaks to the exact problems that your perfect client is trying to solve. Hear me repeating myself here. You want to be solving problems and you want to be really specific. And now this doesn't mean you have to have this crazy, super defined niche just yet. In the beginning when you're trying to sell, a lot of times it's really important that you have a group of people who have a very similar problem and want the exact result you deliver in your offer. That means that you are niched enough that you can micro niche down to particular problems. And your sales pages should feel like you are speaking right to them, to one person, and you're guiding them through the process to decide whether they should invest in your offer or not. It's really an information space to help them make a really good decision for themselves. That's what our sales pages are doing. And when we do our market research properly, we can use the exact phrases, the exact sentences our clients have used to express their problems and their aspirations for what they want to achieve. When the offer you create lines up with those exact things, your perfect clients can immediately start nodding as they read your sales page copy, they're seeing themselves in it, and all of our sales are made by our emotional minds. As much as we want to put like facts and figures and details and all the features and benefits of our offers into our sales pages, the truth is that they need to bond with us. Our potential clients need to bond with us. 
and have an emotional connection with us in order to think that they trust us enough to buy from us to get the result that they want. Whenever you make any statement on your sales page about results and about that future-paced version of them, do your very best to immediately show proof of the results that you can deliver right after you make what I call claims. Because anytime you do things that sound like you're saying you can achieve a particular result, like say, I can increase your followers by a thousand people in 10 days, that's a claim. So if you have a testimonial from Bob that says, hey, when I worked with Dorothy, she increased my followers by a thousand people in 10 days, I was amazed, or by a thousand people in six days, I was amazed, right? That reinforces that claim and makes it a truth rather than a claim. So you want to use things like your client case studies, testimonials, your own screenshot of evidence of how you were able to create the success that you're mentioning and how they can duplicate it, how you've got a process and a system. And by using their language to communicate to them, speaking only to one person and solving a very clear and obvious problem, and then providing that demonstration of proof that you are the expert who can do this for them because you've done it for other people or for yourself, you're going to be well on your way to creating a sales page that creates actual clients and sales for you. So let's recap what we covered today to make sure it all makes lots of sense to you. First off, we started with my Dow of Sales, where I shared that you need to know where you're getting traffic from, the T. You need a place to grow an audience who you can engage with to validate. And I'm going to encourage you, absolutely, social media audiences are awesome, but don't forget to grow your list because you own your list and you don't own social media, unless you're Mark Zuckerberg. And if you're listening to this, I'm very surprised. So think about that part. You need to grow an audience where you can engage with them no matter what. The highest um, visibility and open rates and things like that are always going to be on email. So always be thinking, if I'm growing an audience on social, let's grow an audience on email. And then you want to test your offer and ideas. And finally, you need a winning offer that you know your audience is excited to buy. And that gives you your three foundational pillars. You need traffic, you need an audience, and you need an offer. And once you have all those things settled, you can then use the three tips that I just shared in this podcast to help you increase the conversions on your sales page. So to recap, the first one was ensuring you have great copy that connects and flows so that you ensure your potential client actually reads your sales page, because that obviously is very important. The second one is adding in that authentic urgency which helps your buyer go from, oh, I'll get this someday to, oh my gosh, well, I better get this now because I'm going to miss out on X, Y, Z. And the third is leveraging your market research to use the language that the buyer themselves would use to describe their problems and the solutions they wish they want to achieve with your offer. Finally, we discovered that you can back up your great promises by using case studies, testimonials, and any sort of social proof that demonstrates you aren't just making claims. I know I always cover a lot in these episodes. I hear it from my podcast editor all the time, but I'd love to hear what you think about what you can shift in your sales page. So if you found this episode helpful, be sure to share it with a friend or tag me on social media. I'm at Dorothy Villeneuve Coaching on Instagram, and I absolutely love hearing from you guys. Now, if you do want to go deeper and you think, you'd like to discover the 14 key elements because we only covered a couple of them here and also the four bonus elements that you need to create a high converting sales page of your very own, then I'd love to invite you to grab my free high converting sales page guide. And it is a guide 
with a video that helps you create a really powerful sales page for your offer. And it includes like no holds barred. It's got all the 14 key elements arranged in my proven psychological flow with examples. And I even do a walkthrough tutorial to explain each element and the four bonus elements that truly make your sales page sell. So be sure to head to learn.dorothyvilnov.com forward slash high dash converting dash sales dash page to grab your copy today. And like I said, it's totally free. It's an exceptional resource. I have testimonials on this resource about how great it is. So get yours today. And I'm also going to include the link in the show notes of this episode for you. So if it was difficult for you to remember how to spell my last name and that big long uh, link, be sure to go to the episode show notes of wherever you're listening to this podcast and grab that link and download yours. And I'm so excited to see your high converting sales pages. So please don't be shy. Tag me when you launch your offers or tag me when you revamp your sales page. I would love to see what you've done and just give like a read over of it and tell you how excited I am. So until next time, stay curious and keep selling. Hey there, my marketing and sales mavens. I want to personally thank you for listening to the Wildly Confident Sales Podcast. If you love this episode, feel free to share it with your friends and followers by tagging me on Instagram. You'll find me at Dorothy Villeneuve Coaching. I'd love for them to benefit from the value that was delivered today. If you enjoyed the podcast or you have a topic you'd love to hear covered, make sure to let me know by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts so that I can keep bringing helpful sales and business perspectives to you to ensure you grow your income and create ideal clients for your dream business. I am so grateful that I can be part of this with you and I cannot wait to see you in the next episode. In the meantime, Keep taking action and don't be afraid to unleash your feminine sales advantage to help you conquer the world.